0: quarters of Ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio this is the Ramsey show where we talk about your life specifically your money your relationships your work we want to give you a clear path that has hope and practical steps that you can turn your life around in any of those areas, it is a free phone call, 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, and Rachel Cruz joins me this hour. We are here for you. Let's go to Detroit, Michigan. Nicole is there. Nicole, how can we help?
1: Hi, thank you for speaking with me today. You bet. So we have a 16-year-old daughter, and she got her license, in August this year, and we did the um, gave recommendation, we got her an inexpensive car, and she paid for half, and, and that's all good. So my question now is, um, Michigan is sort of notoriously high for car insurance, so we've got that, and then obviously repairs and gas and things like that. So what is um, your program's recommendation for how to sort of, what to have her pay for, what we would pick up, things like that?
2: As far as expenses. Um, I don't think we really have a, a f- hard and fast rule, Nicole, with it. I think it's going to depend maybe kid by kid by your you and your husband's financial situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of that kind of comes into play. And the, the whole idea of matching the car, yeah, it's just a great idea for the kids to have skin in the game, saving up, having a big purchase. Uh, that they're a part of and that they probably end up taking care of that car <laughs> better than if it was just handed to them. Uh, so all of that goes into play. But when it comes to actually maintaining it, the car insurance, um, I, I honestly see, Ken, you have teenagers, so I'll be curious what you what you think. But I think either path is okay. So there are some parents that are like, nope, it's up to you. You got to get a part-time job. You got to handle these expenses. And um, it's going to be your responsibility, mm-hmm. and I think, there's, I think there's good in that, but yeah. I also don't think you're harming your kid if you don't do that. So, for instance, Nicole, I'll say growing up, my parents, we had to pay for half of our car, and they took care of all of what you said. They, they took care of the car insurance okay. and the maintenance, and they opened up a checking account for us, and they gave us an amount of money. It was not a lot. <laughs> they claim it's the amount of money that it takes to, like... For you to be to for you to live as a teenager month to month on on all of your extra stuff, right? Whether it's hanging out with friends or gas Mm. for your car, all that, and they put that dollar amount, which I think they cut the number in half, honestly, because it was not a lot, in a checking account. And (laughs) we were not
0: bitter at all. No, I
2: I still remember it because we all had to get jobs. We couldn't live off of that that amount of money they gave us every month. Like you had to go babysit, you had to work, which I think was part of the motivation. Yeah. Uh, so we had we were in charge of gas when we went out with friends. Uh, school clothes like they had an expectation for us of here are the things that you have to pay for out of this account that will help fund some of it but you're responsible of managing that account you're not necessarily responsible for all the expenses in the financial side but you are responsible for managing it and like I said it wasn't a lot of money so if we wanted to hang out more with friends or go to more movies whatever we had to go work and make that money um, so there was still a level of responsibility and learning about money and uh, as a 16 17 18 year old but we weren't uh responsible for having to pay for all the insurance and all the maintenance and so i would say in that ends which is the other side of the equation i don't think we were damaged by it maybe some maybe the american public would think otherwise i mean or, i don't think you're
0: damaged i just think you're holding Kenwood. on to some bitter feelings you should probably talk with dave about you know, but, i
2: remember you it know. was like 150 bucks a month and i was like well, yes. back
0: then, that was a lot of money for a kid. I don't think you appreciate how much money that is back then.
2: No, after I filled up my car. I remember I remember all of it, and I remember thinking it was like the 17th of every month, and I'm like, I, I have no money. I have to I have to go babysit this weekend to earn any kind of money. So.
0: Wah, wah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. I would agree with you, uh, Nicole. We're going to pay car insurance and maintenance, but I've told our kids, you're paying your gas. Because okay, I, so they're in okay. charge of their gas. They're in charge of gas. And the reason is is because... Uh, this
2: is expensive inflationary times, Ken Coleman.
0: Get a job, <laughs> you know, or get your friend to pick has, you up.
1: She does have a part-time job at a dog kennel.
0: She does work. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm just talking okay. about my. I'm just saying I, I would <laughs> yeah. cover insurance and maintenance, but I am going to make my kids cover their gas because, number one, they need to learn the cost of things like that. And and then, you know, mm-hmm. you get to school, you get to work, anything outside of it, you know, you're paying gas. Period. I mean, you can't. You don't have any gas. You gotta go to work. And if you gotta go somewhere in the meantime, you got a friend to come pick you up. That's where I'm gonna draw a hard line. Good for you. Pay for gas. For crying out loud.
2: Okay, if your kids, if they wanna go out. Do kids go to the movies these days? That was always like the thing we did. Yeah. They do? Okay. So if they wanna go see a movie, what do they say? My kids? Yeah, they come to you.
0: They go, hey, uh, I've been invited or wanna go with a couple of my buddies to see it. And that begins the conversation, at which point, you know, it's like. So
2: Where how do they get, how do they pay for the movie?
0: Um, out of their, out of their account, They have to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Do, Unless, y'all, do y'all
2: fund those accounts at all, or it's strictly only the jobs that they have? We're
0: still doing the chores. You do some basic things okay. around the house. Yep. We'll put a little money in there. Okay. And there's the occasional, like, you know, if they're in during a season of school or sports, so both of my boys play football, so they can't do school and work and play football right now you know they really can't and so it's limited so at that Mwah,
2: point <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I guess it could work on a Saturday but they're working out and everything so you know we'll, we'll we'll fund some of those things but that is based on again the chores around the house sure and the rooms sure. got to be clean you know but
2: yeah and I think too we can get we can get like very uh, we can't, because you and I are really healthy individuals. <laughs> but, well, thank you for pointing uh, that out. <laughs> other people, out. I'm just kidding.
0: Thank you, that's so true. Can get
2: very legalistic about every the little things, right? Whether it's like, no, they're going to pay for this, this, this. No, I mean, I'm not the, that. the overarching idea, though, is, Meg Meeker always says it, and I think it's a great quote, you're not just trying to raise good kids. You're trying to raise kids to become good adults. Right. So what am I teaching my 16-year-old? What does she or he need to know to be a successful adult later in life. So what are and I think you can go about that all different ways. I think there's I think there's a lot of different um, yep. directions and angles. Pay for gas, don't pay for yep. gas. Give them some money and let them work. Don't give them any money. Make them all work. Like yep. I mean, it's all of it. But you're just trying to raise right. an adult. That's, so it's like right. here, let me let me. That's the heart and the spirit behind it, Nicole.
0: But you know, I'd say this: if if, if one of my kids was rocking it, you know, and they had a great business and they started with teens and they had it going. And I I saw how much money they're making. I'm going, okay, well, we're going to slide the insurance over your way now. I really would. I think it comes down to how much they're making and then wow. they, they've got the responsibility. But I mean, I think that I really would. I think I would go, all right, you're killing it. You're crushing it. I you're able to handle this. I would start a
2: business if I was a Coleman child. <laughs> I would
0: be like, no. no. they would be killing it. I'm going to handle it. But they them. don't
2: feel like you're kind of like... Punishing what, teaching the, them
0: responsibility
2: punishing the ones that are being successful and then the one that's not being the one that's not doing a business you're going to just pay their insurance
0: well that's a fair point
2: okay there we go hey
0: look <laughs> it's real time you got me on that one i'm just saying like the more successful they are and that they're crushing it they need more responsibility yes like i'm not going to continue
2: to magnify that's, that's what fair. i was getting I, I, but you great. got
0: me you backed me into a corner <laughs> i don't know what's happening right i won
2: now. the segment rachel one ken zero
0: that's right by the way, we are uh, looking forward to some calls. If you're in a dating relationship, okay, and you're having some tension around the money, we are going to help you. So uh, we'll take those calls on top of everything else. She is Rachel Cruz. I'm Kid Coleman, and this is the Ramsey issue. back America you are listening to the Ramsey Show I'm Ken Coleman joined by Rachel Cruz and we are here for you taking your calls on money life work relationships Uh, and we're really really hoping that we get a few more relationship calls we've had so many relationship calls on the show today yes and so we've said all right if you're in a dating relationship Rachel and I want to take on a little the dating dynamics and money because if you don't get that figured out in dating and then you try to figure it out in marriage it could be messy so we'll take some it's of those calls on, along with other things. We'll see what happens. But first we go to uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's uh, where Hurricane Ian just did so much oh, destruction. Yeah. Erica is on the line. Erica, how can we help?
1: Hi. Nice to talk to you both today. Absolutely. Good to talk how to are you. Are you. Are you
0: right there in Ground Zero?
1: Um, we live pretty far inland okay. um, from the beaches. But, so our home was spared, um, thank goodness. Oh, good. But we have lots of friends that did not Mm. um, make it the same. So lots of homes that are destroyed, lots of cars. Um, So we're just trying to pick up all the pieces and just be there for everybody that we can.
0: Oh, man, my goodness. I'm so glad you guys are okay. How can we help today? Yeah,
1: thank you. Um, So just a question regarding um, building a new home in this current economy. Um, Over the summer, we sold our home. Um, We did very well on it because we bought very low um, and kind of sold right at the time before things started to slow down a little bit. So we made almost $400,000 that we were able to pocket. So um, with that, we planned to build our dream home. My husband is an architect, and this has kind of always been our dream to um, move forward and do this. So we were we're in a rental, we were totally planning to move forward with that, and then the interest rates started to go up, and it just seems like the economy is just not um, really working with us very well right now. So we're just kind of scared. We are, we are debt-free. Um, like I said, we're in a rental. We have about $300,000 cash right now going into this project, but we're both just kind of nervous and um, not sure if we should do it right now, but then also knowing if we wait, things could just get worse. Um, so just kind of looking for your opinion on that. Just some wisdom.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you guys are in a unique um, situation, even with the hurricane. So tell me this, cause I'm not, I'm not sure um, the answer to this question, but will builders, is there going to be, I would assume a big influx of building because of the destruction that just happens. Would, is that correct?
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to get busy. It's been really busy around here, um, okay. you know, for the past several years. And then with COVID, you know, supplies are definitely on back order. So we had totally anticipated this taking longer than normal. Yeah. Um, but so, the her- you know, but, we're
2: prepared for that. But the current destruction, right. though, like just, again, within this the, the last few days, uh, does that play a big factor in the economy there in
1: Florida? Um, we aren't exactly sure. I mean, definitely our um, our beaches and our area bring a lot of money in during seasons. So I'm not sure how that's
2: going
0: to look this. What's year. the price point? Um, of well, home? I, was saying,
2: I was saying for builders though. Like I'm just thinking, if you're going to go, go yes. if guys are going to build, is there like a big influx of builders? I, I I'm saying all that to say yeah. because yeah. it's all around supply and demand. I agree. And if the demand is high, which it has been over the past few years, you know, nationwide, uh, the demand has been high to build, uh, but supply has been down. That's obviously what caused the prices to go up. And what we're seeing now is the demand has lowered and the supply is actually kind of catching up. So my answer to you uh, in general would be, I would feel good around spring to go ahead and start and start building around spring because we keep seeing the with the supply and the numbers with lumber and everything, it's getting better and better and better.
0: That's right. Uh, lumber is actually back down. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're
2: going to be in a good position. I just didn't know how much of a, of a hurricane that destroys a whole right. city, how much that will, yeah. will, will affect
0: the housing market. I don't think anybody knows right now. Erica, how much, yeah. you know, what were you guys targeting as as to the price of this house that you would build?
1: Um, our current budget on it is about $850,000 we think that we can do it for at that or less.
0: Okay. And you got, um, are you planning to put 300k down?
1: We, we are planning to put down more than that. Um, oh. since we are renting and we're debt free, we're able to save, um, a ton of money. Right and you now. have that 400,000 so from your home, correct? That you sold? Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. But we paid off some debt. We paid off the land that we own. Uh, okay. With that. Yeah. So you got three hundred K cash. To have more.
0: And then you're going to yeah. put more. So, uh, here I'm, I just want to take on what you asked, which was uh, the interest rates, economies. I play with this. I wouldn't wait very long because I don't know that the interest rate situation is going to fluctuate a whole bunch. I mean, we are hearing uh, in the news the last couple of days that the Fed is expected now, and again, nobody knows this. But the people that watch this are expecting the Fed to raise rates by another half point. Now, that's not directly tied to mortgage rates, but you don't know what mortgage rates are going to do. And so sitting around, sitting around, it's not like the stock market watching it like that. I think we're out of a period of those crazy low interest rates. I, I don't know how long it will be if we or if ever, we'll see stuff in the, the twos or threes again. So my point is, and you're such a strong cash position and you have no debt. I'm not disagreeing with Rachel in spring, but I'm going, if you guys have that big of a down payment and you guys are disciplined financially, I wouldn't just sit around and watch the mortgage rates. We just don't know what's going to happen. Anybody that tells you any different is crazy.
1: Right. So I yeah. would move And that's forward. what we've talked about. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's just, you know, there's so many different factors being that my husband, um, designs homes for a living, you know, if, if nobody's building homes anymore because interest rates have gone up, you know what I mean? So it's just, we're kind of in that unique position of who knows what the next two years is going to hold. Yeah. And you that's going to be, his a... income be the same. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. 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 Well, his income be
2: affected uh, because of it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, does where he you guys see are agent? though i i still what i would move forward maybe give it a few months uh just to save up some more money and let yeah. the supply catch up even more over in the next few months and let the demand keep going down because you're just going to get better prices is what's going to end up happening right
0: yeah and For do sure. you see yeah. any evidence that that his job is in jeopardy do you see any signs or is this just you kind of worrying and looking at the headlines
1: um, no, not currently. He he does very well for himself. He just started his own company almost 2 years ago. Um so he does very well. His income varies but is somewhere around 250 to 300,000. That's awesome. So we're in a really great
0: position. Yep.
1: Um we just want to be as smart as we possibly can be because this yeah. has been our dream and we don't want to make a bad decision and then have to sell. Yeah, no. Um, I don't. You, know, this you
0: are too smart to do that to make a bad decision. I think Rachel's advice is great. Yeah, Erica, uh, if you
1: called us and
2: you're like, we got $4,000 and 300,000 in student loans and all of this, right? Like we get some of those calls. We're like, you don't need to buy a house right now. But Erica, you guys are in the part. You're it. I mean, you've, you've literally done exactly what we teach. And at that point, that's, that's a little bit of the rule of thumb of don't look at what the market's doing. Look what what you're doing. Yeah. And are you guys in a position to do it? So if you wait a little bit longer, again a few months, I think we're going to continue to see supply go back up. Demand's going to kind of continue to go back down. It's been really it's been a soft real estate market here for the last little bit, yeah. uh, and I don't think it's going to pop back up anytime soon. So uh, yeah, I would wait a few more months and then I would I would do it.
0: I'd move forward. Yeah, thanks I, for the call. I do think you're going to see a lot of people. Well well we'll see, but are people going to slow down in buying homes as we come into the midterm elections to see what's going on? You know are they watching mm-hmm. what the fed's going to do um it, it should be very interesting, but to you know there are still a lot of homes available in the United States. So if you just look at how many homes are still available, what a healthy supply is uh, there are a lot but 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 it's not as many as you would they want to see in a healthy supply, so still there's some markets that are softening in prices but overall you know it's not the big bubble that everybody said might happen and that's a good sign so it'd be very interesting to see but you're right builders aren't building at the rate that they need to be that we would like to see so more builders building Um, but my heart's uh, just heavy thinking about the pictures that we've seen the last week in Fort Myers beautiful coastal area and just flattened Um, and uh, so glad that um, that she and her family are okay my goodness well good hour uh, it's not a done hour it's a good half hour actually see I just not, lost track not done. of time are about
2: to leave we the still studio have,
0: we still have two more seconds to go do. folks which means you could still get in this is the Ramsey Show America, you are joining the conversation here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Rachel Cruz. 888 825 5225. 888 825 5225. Let's go to Logan in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Logan, how can we help?
3: Hi. Um, so, my girlfriend and I, oh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, my girlfriend and I are both in school, and currently we are saving up to buy a house. Um, we also, at the same time, are both wanting to start our own small businesses. And at the same time, we're trying to get married, or we want to get married, and we want to do all these different things. And my question is, is what should I prioritize on doing first, or should I multitask?
0: No. You're trying to do too much. And I love it. You guys got big dreams. But, um, you know, uh, there are seasons... And, and you got too much going on rachel I feel like first thing we ought to be focused on is getting married
2: yeah how old are you guys logan
0: uh
3: we are both or
0: she's 21
3: and I'm 20.
2: okay awesome um how long have you guys been together
3: we've been together for three years
2: okay and so you're it I mean for each other this is a done oh, deal yeah. okay oh yeah
0: yeah I' uh- I like not, that. Logan knows. Logan, that. okay. Hey, it, it, when were you thinking you were going to get married before you called with all three of these 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 plates spinning?
3: Um, honestly, out of all the three plates, I am. Mo- I think it's the easiest one to do is to get married. So that is on the back burner, in my opinion. Oh, or my schedule. Why? Well, um, I feel like getting married. Well, so. What's easier, getting married or getting a house? Well, getting a house, you have to have money. Getting married, all you have to do is go down to the courthouse. Finishing school, a lot di- more difficult than, I think, saving up money for a house, in my opinion. Um, I, I just think that it's a lot easier to to uh, get married.
0: That's a very interesting logic. I, I, I would put it first on the list. I mean, you know that she's the one. You were certain about that. Are
2: you guys in school? Yes. How much longer do you guys have till you graduate?
0: She has about I think till
3: December, so just a couple of months, and okay. I have about 2 years left.
2: Okay. Uh what's she going to be doing after school? Job wise. Well,
3: our goal our goal is for her to start her own business that's an at-home daycare.
2: An at-home daycare. Okay.
3: Yeah, that's what we really want. That's what she really wants.
2: Okay. Um and is that is that feasible to cash for just her because you guys aren't married so for her that december is coming i mean that's in 90 days so mm-hmm. in january does she have the money for insurance does she have an llc does she does she has she been doing her work to open up a business does she have the money to do that because that's a very expensive liability business that she's about to walk into mm-hmm. so is she prepared yeah, we- for all of that
3: yeah, um, we have saved up a lot of money. No, not um, we, Logan. Has- wait,
2: wait, wait. Hold on. You guys aren't married, so there's no we. Mm-hmm. You have money. Okay. She has money. So how much has she saved up for her business?
3: Okay. So she has around $10,000 saved up. Okay. And I have around $15,000 saved up. Okay. So together, I... I know it's uh, presumptuous to talk before we are married about it is. having things together, it is. and I understand that. Yeah, um, but yet you keep doing it. Okay,
2: okay. So, so we're going to keep it separate just for the fun of the conversation. long. you know, you called us. Yeah, you know, we're just going to we're going to walk down this path. Okay. No. So Bye. you got so so she has ten thousand dollars. Does she have any debt?
3: No, we neither of us have debt.
2: Okay, so she does not have car loans, student loans, credit cards, nothing. Correct. Okay, and how much will it take for her to open up? A home daycare business in January.
3: Around three thousand dollars.
2: Hmm. Really seems a little low, Logan. For me, for the insurance. Well, we already have a for, lot of things. Okay. Well, okay. So. Okay. So what do y'all have?
3: Well, we have all the different furniture that she would need, like the cots and the chairs, and she already has inventory, like, uh, like different books. Um, and a lot of the cost for the at-home daycare is like um, the the fixed cost. So I guess the variable cost we purchase on like a monthly basis, like food, um, and the the insurance is expensive. Um, but uh, what do we call it? And uh, does she get a
2: business license? I'm- and has she opened up an LLC? Is she you know, or is she going to be a freelancer? Is she going to do a ten ninety nine? Is she going to do a W two? Like, does she have? All of that worked out. I have a question. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: no, 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 no. You're great. You're, you're. I'm
2: digging into no, no,
0: and <laughs> it goes in here. Doesn't this imply, Logan, that she has a house to be able to do the said home-based daycare in, and you have no home? Yes. So where's yes. the home at? In this well, equation. Currently,
3: currently, and this is well, this is the main reason that I called. Currently, we live um, inside of a rental property that my stepdad owns, rent-free.
0: Okay, but where would the daycare be in January? As Rachel was walking through this, where would the daycare be? In your in dad's our... rental? Correct. Where's dad at in this whole equation? Because he owns the home.
3: Mm. Um, well, the original idea for us moving into the rental is so that I could help him fix up the place and so that we could save up money to uh, buy our own home. And that is what we've been doing thus far. Okay. Um, but since we're both almost done with school, we both really want to start working towards starting our own business.
0: Great. Totally. Totally. I, that's the that's the best thing I've heard in this call. Is we want to work towards it.
2: Um, I'm not trying to squish your dreams, Logan. No. Uh, okay. Because no. here here's the reality. Let me just paint you. Let me paint you a picture, Logan. Let's just pretend for a second. Mm-hmm. If we were in Rachel's world. Let's pretend. I like this. She graduates in December. She goes and she's a full-time nanny somewhere. She gets the experience of working with a family, or she works for a preschool somewhere where she doesn't have liability. Okay. So she's she is not attached to something long term. I'm getting a fist pump from Ken Coleman, just so you know, Logan. So 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 she's doing this. She's making an income. She's working. You're working your way through school. You guys can get get married, okay? I I'm not a fan of living together before marriage. If you guys know that this is it, I'm not. And I got married at 21. I was young, so and it's it's been a wonderful 13 years with Winston Cruz. So I I'm fine with people getting married young. Some people have an issue with it. I don't. Uh, if you guys know that you're it, so so I would have her graduate, her start working. You guys together then get married next spring because or whenever, right? This is Rachel's world. So let's pretend you get married in the spring Mm -hmm. plan a wedding between now uh four or five months you guys get married small wedding it's wonderful you guys move out of stepdad's home to your own place and you rent an apartment for a little bit you guys get Mm -hmm. steady you finish school you guys are saving she's working you're working part-time you graduate in two years and then we see where we're at because opening a business where you you could it just adds a level of factors logan for you guys uh that i just Mm -hmm. don't think is wise starting out i don't think rushing into a home uh your first year of marriage is wise i don't think opening two businesses that you guys kind of think you know but you don't even have a place to do it is really wise i would really work on yourselves (laughs) i sound like a therapist Mm -hmm. uh in your marriage and, and build a really solid foundation relationally and financially and then uh, after you graduate, you guys get your money together, put a great down payment on a great starter home, move into your house, uh, and then look to see from there, okay, what cash do we have to start one of these businesses? Because I know you have a business you want to start. She has one that she wants to start. And and, mm-hmm. and, and let me tell you, and in three years, Logan, life is going to look a whole lot different than it is right now. So. Mm-hmm. That, a lot of which—that's Rachel's world. Can, I,
0: I endorse Rachel's Rachel. world. I'm living in Rachel's world. And I'm the mayor, and I like. It. Okay, here's the deal, Logan. Um, you guys have a great vision. You've got some mountaintops, and I applaud you for that. You're young, and that's a good thing. You cannot climb a mountain overnight. This is a journey, and I just want you to have some patience. And it's really hard to have patience. So in no way Mm -hmm. am I dampening where you're at. But my friend, there is a season for everything. Rachel just laid out a completely beautiful plan. And if you just are patient, you're going to be able to experience and live all of those dreams out. I promise, because you're not in La La Land. You're a sharp young man You'll look
2: up at 26 And y'all will be Freaking killing it I mean seriously And that's still young But yes Have the patience yeah. Build a strong foundation Under you guys First and foremost yeah. Before you rush into anything And here's
0: the other thing You never know What's going to happen In the next three weeks Much less the next three years um, And so You guys are going to get there Hang on One step at a time And you're going to get there Great stuff Rachel's world You got to get a t-shirt
2: We should Yeah This should is the Ramsey months. show
0: This is the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman joined by Rachel Cruz. Thrilled to have you with us today. Our scripture of the day is Proverbs 12, 17. An honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. Our quote of the day from Robin Williams, but in character, apparently. This well, is I saw a twist. That,
2: I saw that. And I thought, is that real? But it is. Did you, you ever see
0: Mrs. Doubtfire?
2: I owned it in a VHS tape. Oh, Ken well, Coleman. that's
0: very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, Mrs. Doubtfire as played by the incomparable Robin Williams. I admire that honesty, Natalie. That's a noble quality. Never lose that because it often disappears with age or entering politics. <laughs> well said, Mrs. That's Doubtfire. Great.
2: That's great. <laughs>
3: Ooh,
0: I tried to do, I was trying to think of the, the little coup that he did as her she voice. Did, oh. What was the name? Ooh, Natalie. God, that was such God, a good know. movie. It was a great movie.
2: Man, I need to go great back and re-watch that one again.
0: Fantastic character.
2: Sally Fields, man
0: yeah yeah and who wouldn't do that what dad wouldn't do that to be close to his kids mm-hmm. so there you go Natalie uh excuse me uh Natalie's in the character Nick actually <laughs> wow words and and everything's hard for me in this last hour I don't know what's going on Nick is on the line in Grand Rapids Michigan Nick how can we help
4: hi um thank you for taking my call I'm just calling I just got married three days ago Oh, but, uh,
2: congratulations please hold
4: on a second you're not calling us from the honeymoon are you no it actually did i'm at work and we didn't take a honeymoon all right very good very good Good
1: um
4: well anyway um so we are looking to buy a home right now we're both living at my parents and we're looking to buy a home and i guess we're kind of or i'm more wondering why um if we're gonna plan on selling it like in five years why not just do a thirty year right now instead of 15 Why,
2: why would you sell it in five
4: well, I figure this this would just be a starter home. I'm actually a carpenter, so I'd like to build my next home um, in a few years. Obviously, like I said, five, seven years, something like that. Um, so I'd like to sell it, like kind of fix it up and then flip it almost.
2: Okay. Um. Well, my my first piece of advice, Nick, you didn't ask for this, but if I were you guys, I wouldn't just rush into a home. I mean, you guys got married three days ago. So yeah. part of me would say, hey, for the next six, seven, eight months, I would move out of your parents' And mm-hmm. go rent somewhere, even if it's a six month lease at an apartment or something, just to, for you guys to have your own space, build your own world. Uh, something just happens when, and I understand people moving back home to save money. I mean, people do it for lots of reasons. Uh, but there's just something to be said about having the dignity of, you know, when you open the refrigerator, y- you guys got to decide who's going to go to the store to get food. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just these day to day decisions that I think are, um, Really important for a newlywed couple to walk through. So that would be my first piece of advice: is go rent somewhere, and then do you guys have any consumer debt?
4: Uh, nope, we are completely debt free. Awesome! Do
2: you guys have some money saved?
4: Uh, yeah, we have combined sixty-one thousand dollars in the bank. Oh, amazing! Wow, fantastic! Nick.
2: Great job! So we we'll use some of that, I guess, for your down payment.
4: Yeah, we were looking at. We just were doing the numbers yesterday. I think having eleven thousand dollars emergency fund, five thousand left over for other stuff. I don't know what that is like yeah $38,000 down payment and then there's like closing costs and stuff like that
2: yeah for sure okay that's awesome Nick well well done on running your numbers um yeah so with a 30-year mortgage like I understand some people say well we're gonna just pay it like a 15 or we're gonna pay more on it uh or we're in this time frame but and for me personally I would still go ahead and do the 15 year because you're gonna be building equity within that uh be paying more on the principal um and you're going you're gonna to have more when you sell. And you never know what's going to happen. You know, you guys may be in there longer than you right. than you even expect. So our rule of thumb always is a 15-year fixed rate uh, with your payment being no more than 25% of
4: your take-home pay. Right. And I guess um, the reason I'm asking this is I'd like to do 15. But with our income, we have about a 20% down payment um, for houses that we're looking at. And with our income, we uh, aren't at that 25% percent with a 15 year well
2: okay so then what house would you be able to get with it being in that 25 percent
4: well that's like if we did a 30 year our payment would be like no i know
2: i know yeah yeah yeah. but i'm just saying then at that point it ends up being just too much house because if we always again we do the math in that formula of the 15 years so so if you're calling us we're going to always advise you that way uh, so that would mean that you would just have to get get a different house.
4: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay.
2: Probably not what you wanted to hear, Nick. But that's what I would say. And and again, houses like they're um they're a big part of our world. Uh, it's where it's a very personal purchase. It's a personal part of our lives. It's where you raise your kids, it's where you eat dinner, it's where you have your first marriage fight at the kitchen table. Right, like I mean, like all this stuff. Your house is is a very Um, intimate part of your lives and so I just don't want it to take over Nick and that's why we always and we're I I understand it's a conservative formula that we use but it's the one where just where your house doesn't have you and ends up being a burden
0: yeah and I think because you are as a carpenter want to build your own home one day, I would rent a little bit longer, and, and, and I would rent that entire time. I really would to be saving Oh, and not money. even buy. I would not buy. Yeah. I would wait, save up. You've proven that you saved. I think the goal here initially was, well, let me go buy a house, flip it, make some more money to fast forward everything. But again, uh, I just think that it that brings in all kinds of risk. You never know what's going to happen. And I, I agree with you. I, I'd sit tight. Actually, I would rent and save, 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 and build the house that you want to build. Mm. Yeah uh thank you for the call uh alex is up in san bernardino california alex how can we help hi
3: hi hi uh so my goal is to be a dj i'm 20 years old i live with my parents i'm currently going to college and i just want to drop out do you think i should man up and finish college or do you think i should get a job move out and rent
0: okay what would you drop out to do if you dropped out today Uh, what would be the plan
3: Uh, I've worked at Amazon.
0: For what purpose? Just to stop going to class?
3: Yeah, and just... uh, What are you pursuing right now?
0: What path are you on in college? What major? Uh, Marketing. And you have no desire to do that?
3: Not really. I'm not really into college. Right, I get it for school
0: so what's a full time what's a full- time dj gonna make i I don't know I'm sorry that's a serious question <laughs> what's that what's that possibility look like?
3: mm, that's true I trained twenty one soon so I'm gonna try to apply for clubs near my area but so you I don't should, know I, I should look at that yeah
0: okay, so here's the point i don't we don't drop out of anything into nothing. Right? So I mm-hmm. I totally get that you're not into college. Believe me, dude. I don't have a degree. I couldn't stay in college either. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But to drop out to nothing, just to go to Amazon without knowing what the plan is, let's say you do that. okay? You drop out. You go mm-hmm. work at Amazon. That's honorable. You're making money, whatever. Okay? But you have no idea Mm -hmm. what a path to being a successful DJ looks like, and then you look into it and you go, oh, it's not as uh, lucrative or as exciting as I thought it was once I actually dug in. So now what? What I'd rather you do is sit tight, have some discipline, okay? Okay. And then what I would mm-hmm. do is I would start hanging out with guys that are DJs. I would start, you know, uh, if you got to work, you know, behind the bar or something like that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just to get around DJs. You're not even 21. You probably can't even do that. The point is you get in, you get yeah. in close proximity to DJs for real and really understand, yeah. like, what do you make? What do you make on a weekend? Because there's a difference between a DJ and a high-end club in South Beach and the DJ... Yeah in you know sheboygan wisconsin i mean it's just different are like, you mm-hmm. want to dj weddings i mean you gotta know what you're dealing with so it's mm-hmm. true yeah. you gotta know I know,
2: alex listen if i were you i would st- i would stick out college okay i know it's 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 a drag you not like just it. to
0: stick it out no though. but
2: when you when you graduate and you have a college degree you are it, there is a marketable sense that he will have if he wants to go into something else, if he wants to go into business one day or something. Like, All right, it's fine. there. I mm-hmm. think that that's a... I think it's a... I do, personally. My point is,
0: figure out the future.
2: Yeah, and, and I wouldn't just... I would not... I wouldn't drop out right now, Alex. Not I right really now. Wouldn't. I, no, want, I want to know
0: well. what a path to being that's a DJ looks good. like. Yeah. And if it's not successful, what else is out there? Yeah. yeah but stay put until mm-hmm. you figure it out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. All right. There you go. Thanks for the call, Alex. I need to learn more about you're, the DJ. Right?
2: I was going to say, you're your knowledge though is
0: sweeping well i've been to some nice clubs down in uh, Miami, and uh that's a whole different (laughs) ballgame they're flying these guys and gals (laughs) over from europe i know these things she is rachel cruz i'm ken coleman hey thanks to everybody in the booth thank you america for listening this is the ramsey show
2: it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit ramseysolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's ramseysolutions.com slash debt-free scream.
0: If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from The Ramsey Network, like Borrowed Future, Not So Fun Fact, America has a $1.6 trillion student loan crisis, and it's out of control. I'm George Camel, host of the Borrowed Future podcast, where we uncover the underbelly of the student loan industry and show you what you can do about it. It'll inspire you to see that it is possible to avoid student loans and graduate college debt-free. Listen to Borrowed Future wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show.